And we are back. Welcome, everyone, to the Anime Secrets Declassified Podcast, JoJo's Edition. I am here with Connor Healy and the rare appearance he's woken up from his 5,000-year-old slumber, Rizwan Merchant. After 9,000 years, I'm awake. Time to conquer Earth! R.I.P. Rita Repulsa. We love you. <laughs> you the MVP. And welcome to today's episode where we are recapping, essentially, the Grateful Dead arc of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind. And fellas, what is it with animals and weird stands in this series? Nothing beats Part 3 with that goddamn monkey. Uh, I believe it is actually an orangutan. You see, monkeys and apes are related but separate creatures, and orangutans are in fact apes. You know? Uh, but yeah, no, there, there seems to be a strange thing with stands. Um... Part three, obviously, you know, experimentation of stands. and th- that's, a, that's a thing people should realize about part three. Is part three was partially Araki having to deal with a situation where he had to create a, sh- a villain of the week type show. But he was also kind of working out how stands would work. Uh, and yeah. it was very neat that you see, you know, animal stands. But here we see in part five, they're bringing back animals with stands. But they're also, you see a lot more of the utilitarian stands that mm-hmm. you were support stands, I guess you could say, uh, that we see in part four. So this turtle in part five, his stand is he has a compartment bound to, it's a key, right? I believe so. That, that key. So they pick up that key and they put it in the turtle's back and then... Uh, they are transported into a room within the dimensional space of that key. So the key, there's a, there's an indentation of the turtle in the turtle's shell in the shape of this key, which I think it's also interesting that it is an item and an animal. So we're starting to see this is a very you know kind of a complex stand. Mm-hmm. That is a really cool stand, though. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's like the opposite of the orangutan from part three, where he can produce a giant boat. This one just has a nice little room you can get into, complete with uh, food and beverage. Yes. So and this my... time, this time we also don't have a cigar smoking pervert as the stand user. That's also so true. My first question is, how does Turtle Sand just have drink and food ready for you? Like, where does that food and drink come from? Well, it's it's part of the thing how the boss gets you. He puts the food and drink in there, but he doesn't tell you that he charges you extra from your cut of the take after he inspects it. Ooh. Get him at hotel fees. <laughs> I mean, uh, it leads me to believe that you could honestly just have a... You could have a whole chain of like interesting hotels and you just have to run like a red trial shop as a front <laughs> it'd I be know. the most expensive reptile shop ever but like can you imagine that it's dude the the possibilities for airbnb turtle oh bnb are you kidding me i'd jump on that in a second because then i'd get to have a cool turtle and 
a cool hotel to stay in. Look, all I have to do is if I want to go on a road trip, I just get a turtle with a stand, and at night I just go on a turtle, go to bed, come out the next morning, and keep driving. Yep. That's one less expense on the road. <clears throat> right. Anyway, logistics of uh, to- of reptilian hospitality service related things aside. So we get the yeah we get the, yeah, the, we get the turtle had in a while with uh, the squadra still in hot pursuit of them, and we get her look at uh, oh shoot, Grateful Dead guy. Why am I prosciutto? Yeah, I, yeah I'm prosciutto. like. Think, think Italian food. Think Italian food. So we get Prusciato, and uh, one of the most awkward-looking characters in a while. He's so awkward-looking. One of my friends just like gets angry indistinguishably just by looking at Pesci. I, I don't know, man. I look at uh, I look at Pesci, <clears throat> and I, I kind of like him a little bit, like. Because at the beginning, you know, some people say he's a softie, but I mean, I guess that just means he's, he doesn't really seem like that bad of a guy. Like, when Prosciutto brings out his stand and he's like, you know what, I'm just going to take care of the whole train. And then his brother's like, holy shit, really, you're going to do that? No, 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 bro, you don't have to do that. Oh my god, I guess there's no stopping him. Nope. Uh, and that, of course, also shows, as I mentioned a couple of times, just how serious La Squadra is. Just how serious these assassins are. Like, they are not messing around at all. No, and it keeps going back to the point as we keep seeing how they operate, what their powers are. You know why they are the personal hitman squad of the boss. Their abilities, what they can do, it's so flexible, so unique. And this one just aids you up. Doesn't doesn't really sound that bad, and but then you realize you get older, you don't have as much energy. Oh, what do you need to operate your stand? You need energy. And if you're old, you can't do that. You have less and, energy. And just how fast they aged up, too. You think, oh, it's just going to be like kind of slow and steady. No, it's just like, the guy had freaking skipped to chapter 19 on most of these guys. It was ridiculous. It'll age you faster than watching a 20-year-old post on Twitter. <laughs> which happens to me daily. <laughs> For real, though. Like, sometime, when I was watching that, I see all these people, like, rapidly aging and getting weak. I'm like, oh, man, that's, that's just what being over 30 feels like, dude. I wouldn't know I, that feeling. I joke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Um, so we uh we we have this very dangerous stand. Immediately, he starts. Uh, he starts, you know, taking out everybody on this train. It's becoming not, pretty apparent. Not just that, but it's uh, seeping into the room because you think, oh, yeah. they're in a jewel; they'll mm-hmm. be safe. No, it. It's still coming in. Well, and that's interesting. Well, because they talk about... They talk about how... 
oh no, the the turtle is aging. Well, you know, turtles can live to be like 200 years old. They're very, very old creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, who? It, it's almost like whoever set that turtle up probably knew that they were going to need something like that, you know, a turtle that can live to be several hundred years or whatever. Now, obviously, once a stand user is defeated, that this would go away. But, like, how are you going to get to him? And it's especially dangerous, considering that apparently the way this stand works, it is everything within the field of that stand, which is, like, all through wherever he is and whenever he's in the... It seems it goes through multiple cars of the train, doesn't it? Or it's uh, I, he has like a short range. Yeah, but... so he has to walk from car to car, but everything in that range. So it's extremely powerful in it's a relatively powerful space. Not just that, but and the ability to affect a subspace that's created by another stand—that's really, really powerful. Right. Not just that, but like even if he leaves that area, you're still affected unless he calls it off. Because he was a few cars down, and most of the regular crew, uh, Giorno, Bacchio, and Arancia, were still old. Yes, uh, and the only way we can really uh, combat this, apparently, is temperature. Yes. They later find out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep a cool drink on you at all times, because... Yep. I mean, it kind of makes sense, because you have a heat signature anyway, so... It's not a stretch to think that, oh, if you have a higher heat temperature, you're not an animal, you're a higher being or something, or a lower being or whatever. Mm -hmm. Sort of how uh, Aerosmith worked. Mm -hmm. But more Mm -hmm. complex. Um, Yeah, no, you gotta get your cool drinks up. You gotta make sure you have your Vitality Mantle on. Uh, Make sure you're bringing something with Elder Seal. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, we're we're dealing with a stand. We're not hunting something in Elder's Recess. Sorry, I had to make a Monster Hunter joke. Oh, you're all good. Yes. I've still I was... never seen Monster Hunter. <laughs> um, it's a video game. Yeah, so well, there's some I've pretty... Some, like, of it. There's some I've... pretty interesting stuff. Uh, you know, Guido Mista is... He really was a standout in this whole bit because oh, yeah. they got to send someone for reconnaissance and mm-hmm. what's better for reconnaissance than someone who could actually fight at a distance than mista also giorno abacchio and Naranti are both are all out at the moment so gotta send somebody up there yep yeah bruno has to protect trish trish at this point we don't know if she's a stand user or not Spoilers, you guys know what it is. But, so, you gotta send Mista. And he goes out there, and, you know, immediately, you know, takes the bait. It's like, oh, air conditioning. And we see kind of Pesci, while he's not kind not as brutal as Prusciato, like, he still has some cunning to him. He's like, yeah. if something gets out, you know, what's the first thing they're going to try to turn on? The AC. So, Mista gets out immediately gets caught. Yep. And we get our first look at Beach Boy Pesci stand in just like the graphic of a fishing hook cuz I've been fishing and I've accidentally gotten a hook in my fingers. 
uh, while trying to put in bait. And like that felt weird enough, but just like seeing that go into your wrist and slowly going down, like if you're a bit squeamish about that kind of stuff, these next next few episodes may not be for you because, oh man. Oh yeah. JoJo's body horror is the best body horror. Wait, no, I take that back. Junji Ito body horror is the best body horror. JoJo's is the most stylish. There you go. So we get our first setup. You know, that ends the episode. Misa gets caught. And we go on to the next one where we actually start the Grateful Dead fight. And we have uh, also a moment where Pesci steps on a guy's head. Oh, yeah. And he finally turns over. And let me tell you, one of my favorite lines is, and there's nobody around to call me a mamoni. Which in Italian, a mamoni is like a mama's boy. So now Pesci's serious. Well, this happens a little bit later. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. This happens, I believe, in the next episode. In this ah, episode, ah. which it's still uh, Mister, mm-hmm. not Bruno. We get Bruno here shortly because it looks like we may have found who might be the punching bag of the series. Oh yeah, yep, yep. <clears throat> Unfortunately, but because mista you know kind of starts getting hooked not kind of starts getting hooked into where pesci is at uh at this point pesci still hasn't done his killer instinct yet so he's still nervous because he's probably the black sheep of the squadron in which he hasn't really killed anyone and Uh, they call him a softy for drinking milk and and he hasn't you know he's pretty nervous he's um you know, he cowers anytime his brother says anything, but he's absolutely loyal to his brother. He does anything his brother says. Mm-hmm. He has no brain to think for himself. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> we think Mist is going to get Pesci, but Fruchetta, like, fully, pulling a quick fast one, disguises himself as an old man. And I didn't think he was going to do that to himself going into that. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought... Uh, the old man was going to kind of just distract and missed enough to where Prusheta would have appeared behind him. But the old man just like grabs Mista and then it's like, gotcha, freaking ages him instantly. <clears throat> like, whoo. Grateful Dead's scary. Yeah, so I really enjoyed this like standability overall. Mm-hmm. They're both really evil stands. Yeah, that moment when he reveals that it's like, <clears throat> what, you didn't think I'd use my stand on me, too? Yeah. It was a good psych-out moment, and, you know, I, yeah. thought we, I legit thought we had our first main character dead when he shot Mr. Point Blank in that, the head. I... I remember texting my friend and being very upset about Mista. Because Mista's probably one of my favorite. Well, it's so hard to pick a favorite character. Mm-hmm. But I really, really like Mista. And I thought he was a goner in this one. 
Same. I'm like, he just got shot point blank in the head. And I'm like, I mean, there's a... What's up? You don't come back from being shot in the head. No, and this isn't like Diamond is Unbreakable, where they have like Uber Healer Josuke to basically Kuraga everyone. They yeah, don't really nice. have a healer yeah. in this one. Like you, no, they don't. you get hit. You're gonna get hit, and yeah, pray well, I mean, that you, you kind of have um, Ziarno who can rebuild. Right, but that's you're still feeling the pain. Like, if you oh, get yeah. donated, you're not going to live. Yeah. Like, so, like, it, it feels like they're in actual danger this time around. There's not, like, mm-hmm. a, a get-out-of-jail-free card. It's like, if somebody loses their arm, their arm is gone. If somebody, you know... Now, what was the other thing? Like, if you get separated from your arm and turn in, into electricity, you're not coming back. Yeah. yeah. Like, all the crazy healing Josuke was able to do, you know, Jotaro's entire body getting melted away by acid. Like, like they don't have that. Uh, Jotaro can replace the parts, but he can't actually, like, heal you. Like, you'll, whatever damage you suffered, you still have suffered it. Oops. Uh, sorry, folks, that was my work calling me. I don't know if you heard that, but yes, my uh, ringtone is fighting gold. Well, we can't have it any other way, can we? Yeah. <laughs> and so Mista, gone right now. Gone. Dead, we think. And, you know, so the search continues to where everyone's at. But Gerardi notices it's, it's like, where's Mista? And, you know, Mista barely survived thanks to Stan, like, blocking the bullets from fully coming in. Yeah, which, you know, I kind of figured that he would at least, because I, I, you know, I like probably some others assume whenever he, that gun is out and he's shooting, his stand is in effect and they are directing the bullets or whatever. So mm-hmm. they would probably realize, oh no, mm-hmm. we can't let, you know, we can't let him get you know, killed, so we gotta stop, we'll slow the bullet down. Mm-hmm. And it also mm-hmm. helps that he's not, he doesn't have, like, you know, a big, huge 44 Magnum, it's, you know, it's a 38. Right. Yeah. So, as they're trying to search for him, Mister was able to send one of his stands, one of the, the bullets, to warn them, to warn Bruno about, hey, this is what's going on. And we finally, since this is the first time since what the uh, boat, uh, since the yacht that Bruno's actually had a fight, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So Bruno yes. finally finally gets off the bench, and oh man, I was excited to see him fight again because Sticky Fingers, Zipper Man, let's go. Yeah, um, yeah. And I knew this was gonna be a a good one and it was going to be a dangerous one because he has to deal with a stand that is all about being up close and if it touches you it's going to start aging you. Mhm. Oh yeah. 
And mm-hmm. with the uh, the AC, you can't do anything about that unless he's gonna like zipper his way over to the AC. But you know, and even then, even if Grateful Dead's not touching you, the air around him is mm-hmm. still aging you slower, but still aging you unless you have like a pack of ice ready nearby. Yeah, and we find out how much of a freaking mad lad Bruno is. He's like, you're the one who's causing everyone to age. All right, we're we're both getting out of here. He freaking zippers the cabin door open. You see one of the uh, drivers just fall out and just get turned into red mist. Oh yeah, and it's like Bruno, you you psychopath. I mean, he he does work for the mafia, like <laughs> he probably yeah. figures like. Man, they're going to kill this dude anyway, probably. Probably. This dude on this train is going to wind up offed somehow. Because the mafia is going to be like, you saw too much. Or whatever. And Bruno said he would go through any measure to ensure the safety of his crew and his mission fulfilled. And that was a heck of a cliffhanger to end the first part of the Grateful Dead fight on and so we get to the second one as both Bruno and Br- Bruno and uh, Prochetta are falling off, and you see Pesci just use Beach Boy to kind of reel in uh, Prochetta, but you know Bruno, being this crafty son of a gun he is, decides to attach himself onto the line. Yep. <laughs> and oh man, I that was I've that seen something. I've seen some things that happen when they get stuck underneath a train. So I was a little bit afraid of what mangled body we were about to see. Yeah. When he knocked uh, Bruschetto off. Yeah. The the Blu-rays for that, when they come out in Japan, are going to be pretty gnarly. Oh, yeah. And Why Blu-ray specifically? They air the unedited thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you're oh. watching Crunchyroll, yeah, it's edited they, out. It's black. They out. do the uh, they do the they do whatever is on TV. And Japan has pretty strict standards and practices. Uh and they have for a long time. Like you they're know, not about the fist of, fist of the North Star, which is an incredibly violent manga. You know, people literally exploding and blood and guts flying everywhere well on, on tv they'll show like a shadow of it or they'll turn it like shiny and white and this goes back a long time because japan you know they really for as crazy as manga usually is they're pretty strict about what they put on tv uh and they That's will if it's not at like a late night time slot they'll They'll blur stuff out just because the the networks are going to be like, oh, we got kids watching this. We we can't show them violence because you know different culture, different rules. I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, right. you have that still, and it's been that way for a very long time. It's it's right. nothing new. Right. Japan is very very strict when it comes to showing gore. Like yeah. they'll they'll allow cursing, they'll allow sexual overtones, they'll allow a bunch of stuff. But you show any kind of gore and guts, they edit that out which is weird because watching diamond is unbreakable 
And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. When people blow up, it's not a big black mark. There's actually, like, some other stuff attached to this thing right yeah. now. So um, you, it's easy to forget that they do edit things out in the initial mm-hmm. podcast, which is why when you buy the Blu-rays, you get the full experience. Yeah. Uh, and let's just say uh, Golden Experience. Uh, well, Golden Win, rather. It's This one has been getting... This is by far, like, the nastiest, most brutal, like, ice-cold JoJo arc yet. Right, I mean... Uh, uh, and I'm Pichetto, loving it. Pichetto gets mangled underneath a train, and she's like, trying to aim the hook towards Jurati's uh, heart. And after Bucciarati manages to get himself back into the train is when Pesci kind of develops that ice cold thing. He's like, my brother just died. I know the jerk who killed him. He sees the, uh, the point you mentioned earlier, the aging person, and he just straight up steps on the neck and just like kills the man. And he's like, he finally develops his killer instinct. And at this point, Bruno realizes, like, oh, especially because he keeps seeing the hook trying to get to him. He's like, this one was the actual dangerous one of the two. And that was some, that was some intense kind of hiding, the way he just kept tearing himself apart with sticking fingers just to avoid that hook just getting to his heart. I mean, I was scared he was going to die at some point. Like, legitimate died this time. Mm-hmm. Because there's that part where he has a heart, like, split in two, and he's like, if this doesn't stay beaten for long enough, I may end up dying. And I'm like, dude, don't die. Please don't die. And it was, it was sheer luck that he managed to get through. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I feel like that's a lot of the Jojo fights. It's like, there's a lot of skill, yes, but there's a great amount of just sheer stupid luck. Oh, yeah. And that was, like, the epitome of just stupid luck. Right, but uh, once the train stopped and Bruno put himself back together, because Pesci was just tired of, he's like, where did he go? Uh, just stopped the train to try to find him. Bruno puts himself back together and... Uh, redirects the line towards Pesci, and that itself also made for a very uneasy visual. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we finally got uh, we finally got Bruno's battle cry again, because Pesci, you know, not, not one to admit defeat at this point, tried to crush uh, the turtle with everyone still in there, and we got Bruno's da-da-da-da-da-da, tears him apart. Arrivederci. And I'm like, Arrivederci. I'm like, yeah. And, oh man. Arrivederci. And we can definitely say, uh, Pesci was definitely not the same man he used to be. There's a little bit of him over no, here, a little bit of him crazy. over there, a little bit of him over by the river, a little bit of him <laughs> over by the tracks. Ooh, oh, man. Yeah. He got blowed up. BTFO'd. And at the end, we see, we get a hint of Trisha's stand, which 
I think at this point we we were all expecting it, right? It wasn't a twist. Mm-hmm. Of course, she was, you know, a a a stand user. I mean, it's if you know stands are. I, I would imagine a stand could be a genetic thing. Like if you're born of a stand user, you could probably get a stand. Look at Josuke. Yeah. Yeah. And Jodo, so, obviously, the boss has a stand. Otherwise, he wouldn't fucking surround himself with stand users. Stand users, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> like, you're not gonna bring yourself into that many dangerous people, no matter how many regular armed bodyguards you have. Uh, yeah. Without a stand, so clearly he's got. He's gonna have some big, bad, powerful super stand. That you know, obviously, we don't know anything about that yet. Um, At this point, so yeah. it makes sense that Trish would have one. What it is, whether or not it. she was aware of it, you know, that remained to be seen until now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna find out for a little bit though. Like, how oh, yeah. long the scene? The full anything. extent. Yeah. All right, but uh, that was the Grateful Dead arc. Of Golden Wind. Any last thoughts you guys had on it before we head out? No, I really enjoyed the uh, the insanity of the stands in this arc. I mean, I, I didn't expect that level of creativity for the turtle or either stand for the for the fights. Like that, that was just well done. Connor. Real good cat and mouse, uh, slow paced, uh, super suspenseful thing. I I do m- like my fights fast and hard and nasty, uh, but I also like the uh, the dread factor and the uh, I like to call it the panic factor. I like it when there's a good panic factor in a uh, in JoJo's, uh, sort of like what they had on the ship or the the yacht when nobody knew what the hell was going on where people were going you kind of got this similar feeling for, uh in this arc with oh man oh man are they going to be able to how long are they going to be able to last with this dude aging everybody and then it's just ramped up at a certain point and oh, yeah. just exploded into a crazy awesome great fight uh it it made me worry a lot about characters that I am very fond of and I can't wait to see what perils they will go through next. This arc taught me our main characters will not die today, but now I have a false sense of security that next time they look like they're gonna die. Oh look, someone's gonna save them, but when it doesn't, I'll be more upset. Uh, it definitely gives the vibe that they're not they're not more powerful than their other opponents, and at any moment, one slip-up can cost them. Oh, yeah. So they managed to get away <laughs> this time, but depend, it's only going to get harder and harder for them, because yeah. as we see at the end, even though they just defeated two stand users, they already have another one trailing them. And yep. Man, are we we in for even more insane fights next time. 
But yeah. That has been it for today's episode. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. We'll catch you all next time. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Goodbye, everyone. everyone.